1: If you want to feel fresh, look good like me, and smell clean like Bully Ray, you don't need a whole makeover or a lot of cold, hard cash. You just need grooming products from Bravo Sierra, the company that makes simple, all U.S.-made, non-toxic products everyone can afford. Bravo Sierra's line of body and hair wash, deodorant, shaving cream, sunscreen, body wipes, and moisturizer are field-tested by those who work at the hardest, active service members, Of the US military. They have pioneered an unprecedented large scale testing program with 1,000 active duty service members with a simple idea. If the products work for them, they will work for all of us. But it doesn't stop there. Bravo Sierra also gives back 5% of their sales to programs that help the military and their families. Men's Health Magazine calls it a game changing grooming line. Try. The Bravo Sierra Starter Set for free. It's three of their best-selling products, full-size. You only pay $6.95 for shipping for a limited time only. Just go online to bravosierra.com slash SiriusXM. That's bravosierra.com slash SiriusXM for your free starter kit.
2: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM, Fight Nation, Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray and I, talk all about the big news coming in the world of the WWE. That's right, they have signed Gronk. Rob Gronkowski, the famous tight end of the New England Patriots, is now a part of the WWE family. What are the implications? And do the fans like the idea of Gronk being in a WWE ring? Also, Mark Henry, after his appearance on The Bump, that's right. First they take Matt Camp. Then they take Alex Metz. Then you have Bully Ray being a part of The Bump on a Wednesday. And now Mark Henry, after his appearance, he calls in. Talks about his appearance on The Bump. Also, talks about AJ Styles and The Undertaker. All that right now on the Busted Open podcast. The Bump is kind of like that annoying gnat that flies around. It's trying to get your attention, but it's small and insignificant. So, But it is annoying. And it creates a lot of buzz in your ear. It's like a fly when you're out and at a picnic. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's small, it's insignificant, but it makes a lot of noise, and it can ruin your time. The WWE months back took Matt Camp away. Matt Camp, who was a fill-in for me when I was out, I thought did a wonderful job. Gave him the opportunity, never even got a call from him when he decided to leave to go to the WWE. And quite frankly... With the exception of some tweets, you know, passive-aggressive tweets that he's made about me and the show, haven't heard from him. Huh. Alex Metz, mm. our former producer, who did a wonderful job producing the show, maybe talked on the mic a little bit too much, but I digress. <laughs> he leaves to go to the WWE, Talked to the guy every morning for years, mm. and then all of a sudden cut off, not wow. even a see you in Tampa. Wow. But once in a while, makes a passive-aggressive tweet about the show and about me. Mm. Curious. Curious. Then there you go. I thought I just killed him. <laughs> no, he's done. You can't kill the evil empire. There That's we the go. worst oh, sound. You got There her. we go. I got him. Got him. Then you, bully, greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Hall of Famer, you Two decide to go Fame. to the bump. Now, I give you credit because you did mention the show and you mentioned me after Matt Camp made, surprise, surprise, a passive-aggressive comment about me on the bump. Um, Braxton, his sidekick, didn't even know who I was. went right over her head. I tried to put you over. Didn't, you know. Yeah, I know you did. Appreciate it. The chick that. didn't know you, though. She no, she didn't know you. She didn't know me. I don't expect a big star in the '90s. Probably depressed the fact that she's not getting Grammys anymore. So Wrong I understand practice. that she's upset. You know, it's like you went you went from getting Grammys to now you're working in a basement with Matt Camp. It's it's a fall from grace, if you will. Bottom fetus. Now, but you still went on the show. You know, went up against Tommy and I. Crushed you. I will say this: the best ratings the bump ever got was the day that you were on the show. Which brings me to what's going to be taking place today in roughly 22 minutes. And that is at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the WWE Network, for those who haven't canceled their subscription yet, you could watch The Bump. Mark Henry, who hosts with me on Fridays and his new best friend Ryan McKinnell on Saturdays, he is going to be a guest today on The Bump.
3: Turncoat. Oh, Backstabber. it's
1: interesting that you would say that, Mr. I was on the bump a couple of weeks ago, Ray. But I went on the bump to put us
3: over, to get us over, to talk about busted open, mention your name. See, I infiltrated the bump. Ooh. I took over the bump. I used the bump to our advantage. I double-bumped the bump. <laughs> And when you hear the word double bump, you normally think about Dreamer's hips. Wow. I had a plan. I had a mission. What's Mark Henry's mission? Interesting. He's a a backstage guy. And speaking of backstage, come on already. This backstage thing. Come on. Do something on that show already. I'm not talking about Mark. I'm talking about the whole show.
1: Mark actually did a really good job on WWE backstage.
3: Mark does a great job every time, but I want the whole show to be what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it's that's, that. It was kind okay. of be edgy, and you what? know, like edgy. You know, you, you want to make the show edgy? You want to get people talking? Put me and you on backstage. See what happens? Oh, see
1: what they they, they fear us.
3: Now, give, Mark give me Henry, five minutes on backstage. You see what happens? Now, Mark Henry Rating, ratings start rolling and start oh burying God, everybody.
1: Please. they wouldn't know what to do. Probably wouldn't do it though, because you know. I wouldn't want us coming on talking about how they did a bad job with uh, Randy Orton and Edge on Monday Night Raw, but, you know. Maybe, but, maybe could they... you, but could you imagine like Randy Orton and Edge we've been we've,
3: we've been talking you know so highly about them and and even the other day despite me not liking the direction of the story I still put Randy and Edge over to the moon because they did a great job but could you imagine some brutal honesty on that WWE backstage show when it came to maybe AJ and Taker and Randy and uh and Edge you think they'd be able to
1: handle it I mean, I, th- I I think they it started that way. And listen, Renee Young does a phenomenal job. Renee Young is custom-made for that role. There's no doubt about it, and she's great. Um, but if they were looking for that type of access and for that type of hard-hitting opinions, yes, you and I would be great. Now, go, but getting back to Mark Henry for a second, though. Do you think Mark Henry's going to do the right thing? Do you think Mark Henry's going to make the appearance? Now, on top of Mark Henry, I don't think... Mark Henry is not going to be in Connecticut at the bump. He's doing it oh. He's doing it via Skype. Now Mark, Skype bump. Bump now, Skype. Yes, it's a now now Mark Henry is a good friend and I love working with Mark Henry. I think that Mark Henry is going to do the right thing and mention busted open. As a matter of fact, if I was Mark Henry, I would do it and have the banner behind the busted open banner behind me. If, does he even does have he, a banner? I don't even know if they even gave him a banner. I don't know. I don't know. Mate, listen. If
3: he was really going to do the right thing, you know, you know, what was that? What what was that? She, got, sneezed, no, she, she sneezed. She sneezed in her
1: hands. No, she Disgusting. coughed. Up co- it, was a, it was a
3: cough. Whatever but, that was. Uh, can it come through the microphones? Because I don't think sneezing is a part of the um, coronavirus. Sure, it's just, it is. Just, it all it's is. Just a cough. Yeah. All right. Relax. Don't get. Hey, I, hot. I ate garlic this morning. There. I'm fine. What if Mark Henry pulls out a LaGreca head live on the bump? Look at look at the smirk on LaGreca's face right now. I think it moved a little bit. Look, he's like, ooh, I'd be
1: so over. Would the WWE confiscate the Mark Henry LaGreca fathead? <laughs> what are they going to do? Send security into his house? No, they said Alex Metz. Alex, <laughs> go drive to Mark Henry's house and get that fathead off the TV. Big Dick Eagle. Oh, man. Big o- Dick- on the job. How do you think Big Dick uh, Big Dick (laughs) Eagles? How do you think Big Dick Eagles do it over at the WWE? Oh, getting coffee and sweeping the floors ain't that difficult. Making getting those champagne cocktails. Yep, and caviar creams. Oh my gosh! Nah, he's doing well. I'm sure he's doing well. He's taking all our. He's are, ideas he's high right? up
3: on the he's high up on the totem pole already he, over there.
1: He's he's getting all our ideas rejected shot. by the you know he's got he's right now he's in the rejection period with the WWE. He's like, well, Vince, you know, bu- bu- Bubba and Dave used to do this. That's why I'm not
3: doing it. <laughs> Bust it open! What kind of a name is that? It sounds too pro wrestling. It's yeah. crass.
1: That busted open's never going to work on Sirius XM. Sirius, yeah, XM so- will never, <laughs> Sirius XM will never go for that blood and guts busted open.
3: <laughs> did, you ever, did you hear the story recently about Vince not knowing that Jenna Jameson was a porn star? And when Jenna was in the Val Venus video, he, he looked at Bruce Pritchard and he's like, my God, she looks like a porn star or something <laughs> like that. And Bruce is like, well, Vince, I <laughs> well, hate to break it to you. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's amazing. So, um, listen, I, I, I hope Mark Henry does well on the bump. And I hope even more than that, he does the right thing. I'm still waiting for my invitation. They invited you, they invited Mark. Tommy would never go. Tommy would never ever go. (laughs) Tommy would sleep over. No, Tommy would not go. Tommy would
3: sleep there overnight just so he was bright eyed and bushy. No, Tommy would not
1: go. Tommy would eat all their
3: pretzels. Tommy would not go. What would Tommy do? Like They called me the day before and they're like, Bubba, whatever you need. uh, What do you want for breakfast? What do you want for lunch? Anything that you want. Sushi, steak, anything. And you know what I ordered?
1: A bagel and a bottle of water. What do you think Dreamer would order? I mean, he would take advantage. Completely. He would take advantage. I think I would go your route. I think I would go with the bagel and the bottle of water. I'd be fine with that. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever you guys get me is fine. I would, and I, I would, I think that dynamic would be great. Me and Matt Camp and Tony Braxton. I was a huge fan of Tony Braxton in the 90s. It's I would be a Kayla. thrill for him. It's Kayla. Yeah, whatever. Actually, it may be for their rating purposes, they should announce her as uh, Tony Braxton. 877. 7, so, uh, you know what? I think Mark Henry's going to do the right thing. Gabby?
0: I don't know anymore. I've lost all hope, to be honest with you. I- you want the, girls the, got pe- heat.
3: the girl's got big heat with me, by the way. With
1: He's, you? She has heat with yeah. Mark. There was problems with Mark, too. Yep. Well, she's got heat with me now, too. Why? Because she, she sent out a
3: tweet yesterday. Nice tweet.
4: Real and I nice said, tweet.
3: And and yeah, you sent out a nice tweet, and I responded, and you never responded to oh my, my response. Because right. your response was a sarcastic response. Wait, you said something nice, and what was my response? THX,
0: period. Yeah, it worked
2: for guns. Yeah. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the SiriusXM app. Ryan sat and said on
1: WWE backstage that they are close to making a deal. I don't think a lot of people are surprised or shocked by that. I think they probably expected something like this to happen but there that is a big deal Rob Rob Gronkowski former Super Bowl winner uh former New England Patriot and friend of Mojo Raleigh and we saw an appearance from him back at WrestleMania 31 um but I will say this I had a conversation earlier before we started today's show and and thank you Andre for that clip of Ryan Satin from WWE backstage on FS1 last night I had a brief conversation with Bob Papa and Coach Charlie Weiss before the show. Bob Papa, who's the play-by-play voice of the New York Giants and a host of the opening drive. And Coach Charlie Weiss, who was a former offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots and also a host on the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio. And they were, they were even saying that they saw reports that a lot of wrestling fans are pissed hearing the news of Rob Gronkowski because... Fans saying, and this is this is them saying this to me that you know, boy, the WWE's got all this talent that they can't seem to find the place for, but they're hiring somebody like Rob Gronkowski to be a, a wrestler with the WWE. Bully, as as you know, that WWE loves those mainstream names and loves that celebrity value, and Rob Gronkowski is both of those. Absolutely. Gronk is young,
3: he's athletic, he has a personality, and, and he ha- what even more than all of those things, he has notoriety. He has a name. So if, if you find out that Rob Gronkowski is going to be appearing on SmackDown, let's say you're not a WWE fan, but you're a Patriots fan and you're morbidly interest, interested, you're going to tune in. Let's see what this guy's got. Let's see what he can do. Obviously, ESPN and all these other outlets are going to pick it up. Listen, the other day, me and you were talking about how we weren't enthralled with the direction that Edge and Orton went in, right? Mm-hmm. ESPN on Twitter picked it up and showed uh, an entire two-minute and 20-minute second highlight reel that did like, I don't know, 300, 400,000 views. ESPN liked it enough to put it up on their social media. Mainstream ESPN picking up WWE once again. So this is what WWE is always looking for. The crossover audience. WWE does not cater to their fans. Now, I'm not saying that they don't care about their fans or they're not trying to um, entertain their fans. But WWE, especially Vince knows, once he's got them, he's got them. Not many people leave. Not many people cancel. I do know last month that reports came out that the network subscriptions were down 10% or there was a 10% in cancellations, something like that. So there might be some small cracks in the wall. But for the most part, WWE fans are extremely loyal and have been for probably 50 years, maybe more. So Vince doesn't bring in a Gronkowski going, wow, I think my fan base is going to love this. He knows that the fan base is either going to love it or they're going to hate it, but they're most likely not going to tune out because of it. So maybe I can bring on some new fans with Gronkowski. And that's the business
1: behind why they do it. And listen, we know this, Bully, when Ronda Rousey came to the WWE. A lot of hardcore WWE faithful hated it and hated Ronda Rousey. Man, I don't understand why. Like, Ronda Rousey not only was a mainstream name that brings you a lot of attention, she was phenomenal. Like, whether you want to admit it or not, Ronda Rousey was fantastic in the ring and a lot of times on the microphone and brought mainstream appeal and was the big piece needed to make that match last year a main event at WrestleMania 35. Now, I'm not saying that Rob Gronkowski is in the same league as Ronda Rousey because Ronda Rousey was a combat sports athlete. Rob Gronkowski is not. But Rob Gronkowski was a phenomenal football player. We've seen it over the history of pro wrestling, Bully, where former NFL players and a lot of players that couldn't make it to the NFL, that their whole world was engrossed in pro football, became pro wrestlers. And it's worked. I mean, perfect example is who you're going to see in a championship match because he's your champion in the WWE, and that's Goldberg. You know, Steve Dr. Death Williams, Ernie Ladd, Wahoo McDaniel. The list goes on. I mean, Lawrence Taylor. I mean, seriously, the list goes on and on of people that have crossed over to the world of football into pro wrestling. I wonder if more people would like... Rob Gronkowski in the world of the WWE, as opposed to people that disliked Ronda Rousey being in the WWE. Somebody just chimed in on the old Twitter machine and said, "I'm a huge
3: Patriots fan, and I despise the thought of Gronkowski in the WWE." All
1: right, my, all right, and this, I'm, we're going to open up the phones here because I think this is definitely. Uh, I wanna understand the the, the thinking behind it. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three, eight seven seven fight ninety three. Bully, I, I wanna know why. Like why would you hate Rob Gronkowski trying to be a WWE superstar? Now the- the number one reason people are going to say is
3: because he's taking up a spot that other people deserve. I mean, if people bitch and moan about Goldberg or any other veteran that comes back and they say they're taking up a spot that the younger guy should have, how do you think they're going to
1: feel about somebody like Gronkowski? Let me ask you this, Bully. Did Ronda Rousey help or hurt Becky Lynch? Uh, the, <sighs> I would have to see Becky Lynch's bank account to give you an honest answer. All right, so forget about the financials. Just in the perception of how you see her on WWE TV, did yes. Ronda, now, and re, and also remember where Becky Lynch's status was before Ronda Rousey came. Did Ronda Rousey help or hurt Becky Lynch? Helped her tremendously, gave her the rub. There, there's no doubt about it.
3: And and I can hear the Becky Lynch fans screaming right now. And those that are screaming, once again, I'm sorry, you just don't get it. Because Ronda Rousey was more of a household name than Becky Lynch was. And Becky sharing the spotlight with Ronda makes Becky a bigger perceived
1: star. Yes or no? uh, uh, Yes, 100%. Would Becky Lynch have been in the main event at WrestleMania 35 if it wasn't for Ronda Rousey? I don't think any woman would have been in the main event of WrestleMania
3: 35 if it wasn't for Ronda Ronda Rousey. Am I saying that Charlotte and Becky and Sasha and Asuka and women like that don't belong in the main event? Absolutely not. Because I speak very highly of those four wrestlers. But I do not think they would have been in the main event without Ronda.
1: Also, I'll go as far as to say, and I'm not the only one saying this, Jim Cornette, who hates anything past the year of 1987, thought that Ronda Rousey's first match in the WWE was the greatest debut of all time. Ronda Rousey's first match with Kurt Angle against Stephanie and Triple H at WrestleMania in New Orleans was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And to be able to say that that's possibly the greatest debut match of all time, that's saying something. Ronda Rousey took to pro wrestling the same way she took to MMA. Ronda
3: did a phenomenal job. I I have no problem. Listen, the wrestler in me understands wrestler frustration when it comes to people from the outside coming in. But the businessman in me totally gets it. Now, if I'm the wrestler who's getting to work with Ronda, I'm over the moon excited because I know the WWE is high on Ronda. Thus, whoever's in the ring with her, they're going to be high on also. So I'm going to be well taken care of for that day, week, month, or year that I'm involved in her program. I could see how everybody else would be upset and disgruntled. I witnessed it before with my own eyes. But then again, if you look at it from a dollars and cents point of view, it's like when Rocky came back for these WrestleManias, and a lot of guys are upset. Oh, Rock's coming back, and he's taking the spot of a guy that deserves to be there. First of all, Rock was a WWE superstar, homegrown talent, who did everything and anything you could possibly do, then went on to Hollywood, and the door is always open for somebody like that to come back. And the door is more open for guys like Stone Cold and The Rock because they did such huge business. So if I'm a wrestler and I know The Rock is coming back, I'm looking at it as, well, if Rocky's in the main event of WrestleMania, that means all the numbers will be up. Buy rates will be up, subscriptions will be up, uh, ticket sales will be up. And if the gross is up, we all get a bigger piece of the gross. So at the end of the day, what matters the most? The amount of money in my bank account. If The Rock can put more money in my bank account, then I should be happy. That's the businessman talking. The wrestler would say, damn it, I wish I was in that spot. And what we have in pro wrestling is entirely too much jealousy. And I despise jealousy in the wrestling business. If you're mad that The Rock is coming back from Hollywood and main eventing WrestleMania, you know what you should do? Go become The Rock. Go get more over or as over as The Rock. Become the WWE champion. Do everything that you possibly could do in the WWE. Go to Hollywood, become a star, and then come back and do whatever the hell you want.
1: I Yes. I, mean, I Seriously. And you're, you're talking about it financially for those. I, and I, I'm sure when Ronda, we dealt with it, we talked about it. When Ronda came, there was a lot of athletes in that locker room that were upset. And then there were athletes in that locker room that couldn't wait for Ronda Rousey to come. I'm sorry. And people are going to hate on me for it. Becky Lynch became a bigger star because of Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is arguably the most popular wrestler in the WWE. A lot of that has to do with Ronda Rousey. See, I I mean, I I, I state that as a fact. Now, I'm not saying that Rob Gronkowski is going to be Ronda Rousey, but... You don't win two Super Bowls, and you're not one of— some people call Rob Gronkowski one of the greatest tight ends of all time. So obviously we know, Bully, that he's extremely athletic. In the world of the NFL, and I know it's different than pro wrestling, in the world of the NFL, he is one of the most charismatic football players in the last 15 to 20 years. That's a fact. So the guy's athletic, the guy's charismatic. Now, is he going to be able to be a pro wrestler? I don't know, but I'm going to be rooting for the guy. I hope he comes in and he does a tremendous job. And when it comes to what the WWE is looking for these days,
3: WWE doesn't turn to wrestling schools anymore for their wrestlers. Yeah, if you have some superior talent at a wrestling school that can make it past one of the camps, yeah, they'll take a shot on you. The WWE, where do you think they found Brock Lesnar? Jerry Briscoe found them wrestling in Minnesota as an NCAA heavyweight champion. They're looking at wrestlers in college. They're looking at, um, you know, CrossFit athletes, uh, uh, you know, Iron Man, Iron Woman, Extreme Sports. Um, all of these different areas, they're looking for a look-first They're looking for personality second. And then they say, hey, are you interested in this? Because we think we can do something with you. Because they see some raw talent. That's all Gronkowski is. But he's actually more than raw talent. He's raw talent with a name.
1: And on top of that, for the wrestling fan that's upset about this, he loves pro wrestling. He's a pro wrestling fan. He grew up a fan. He's a fan now. So here's a guy who made it in the world of the NFL, is a fan, and now could help put a little bit more popularity, a little bit more media attention to pro wrestling. Why? How can that be a bad thing? And if he sucks, he sucks. We'll talk about it when the time comes. But how could you not support somebody like Rob Gronkowski? How could you not be behind a decision like this for the WWE? And there's a, there's a story
3: and an angle for him built in if he were to show up on SmackDown. It's right there in front of them.
1: You said there's a built in storyline already on SmackDown if the WWE wants it. Well,
3: you said that Ryan Satin said that there's a possibility that it's going to happen or that they were close to They're it? They're close to
1: finalizing a deal.
3: Uh, our good friend Mike Johnson at Pro Wrestling Insider says that Rob Gronkowski has signed with the WWE.
1: So obviously uh, some things have changed since last night to this morning and that that doesn't surprise me. I'm I'm sure when Ryan sat and said it they were very when he says they're very very close, he wouldn't be saying that on WWE backstage if it wasn't just that very close and now they have. Um but you said like there is something that's just custom made for Gronk. Don't don't you see it? Is it Mojo Rawley? Ugh, no. What are you out of your mind?
3: You must, be, you must be sniffing the same glue from the guy from California yesterday. Hey, listen,
1: let's not go there. Though you can see that video on the SiriusXM app. If you uh, download the app, you can watch that video of me having uh, a meltdown here on uh, Busted Open yesterday. So, Gronkowski played what sport? Football.
3: Is there a wrestler on the SmackDown brand that played
1: football? Yes, there is. What's his name? Roman Reigns. No. Roman Reigns played football. Do you really want to see Roman versus Gronkowski? Well, I don't I honestly right now I'm not ready to see Ro, uh, Gronkowski against anybody right now because I would think that he'd have to go a little bit in developmental Listen. But... They said they said last night on backstage that he could be
3: appearing as early as, as what? March 20th? Yes. If they were to put him on TV March 20th, why do you think they'd put him on TV on March 20th?
1: Because you think there's going to be something significant with Rob Gronkowski around the corner.
3: Maybe even WrestleMania. Maybe. Okay. Who would you put him in the ring with? Because I know who I'd put him in the who? ring with. Baron Corbin. Who? Perfect. And there you have it. I used to play football, I was this, I was this, I was this, now you want to step into my world, yada, yada, yada. You do the whole Bam Bam LT thing just you know, in a, in a different way. Corbin's the perfect guy. Everybody hates Corbin because Corbin is so freaking awesome at what he does. Corbin can bump around for Gronkowski, make him look like a million bucks.
1: And people will like Gronk for beating the crap out of Corbin. And you don't have a story for Baron Corbin right now either. It's easy. It's right there in front of you.
3: Listen, it, if they'll put Tyson Fury in a ring, why not put Rob Gronkowski in the
1: ring? And the other thing too, unlike Tyson Fury, Rob Gronkowski is... He doesn't have to worry about there is no like fear of I like, can't I can't do this I can't do that. One thing we know about Rob Gronkowski that guy has no fear. He's willing to do Tyson, just about anything.
3: I give Tyson Fury credit though. Despite the fact that listen, the match against Strowman was, you know, it was what it was. Yeah. Tyson Fury did not go in there and take it easy. True. He he went out there and he tried his hardest. He he looked a little You know, a little clunky, a little wonky at times. You know, his movement, hitting the ropes, you know, a little uncoordinated. But he did not go in there taking it easy and worrying about getting hurt. So I give Fury credit for for, for taking all those chances. And listen, Tyson Fury uh, made me a fan of his when he beat the shit out of Deontay Wilder and then went over and told him, God bless you, brother.
1: And listen, here's the other thing too and I know you said he didn't, you know, he was had no fear and he wasn't worried, but you know, he has a lot of promoters that were probably scared shitless that he was in the ring when he had a big fight that was coming up. So you got to give credit to Fury, but there was that backdrop. You're not going to have that ba- backdrop with Rob Gronkowski. This isn't the off season and he's like coming back to, you know, training camp with the new England Patriots. His NFL career is done. So his career is done. He's a mainstream name, he's a tremendous athlete, and he loves pro wrestling. What's wrong in this scenario? And if he's taking a spot from somebody, does that person really deserve that spot? If he's taking it, and he's not taking it, as a matter of fact, if anything else, he's probably going to make somebody shine. You got to look, can we look at it the, the positive way? Dave. When people
3: talk about taking somebody's spot, let me see if I can put this, uh, draw a comparison or, or relation and make people understand this better. When you wrestle for the WWE, you are not an employee. You are an independent contractor. If a building is being built and the people that are building the building are working with three different plumbers... Do they have a loyalty to any plumber or any electrician? No. No, because they just want to get the best plumber or the best electrician for that day to do the best job on that day. Vince McMahon hires many independent contractors so he can put on the best show he can on any given day. Vince's loyalty to his independent contractors is money. The independent contractor's loyalty to Vince is the performance. Vince doesn't have to give anybody a spot for any amount of time as independent contractors. It's your job to do the best possible job you can. So Vince will continue to employ you as an independent contractor. You have no spot. That's guaranteed. Your spot is as guaranteed as your performance on any given night. And at any time Vince can say, I don't want to use this independent contractor for this spot on this night. Because I'd rather use this other independent contractor because I believe he can do a better job. Does that make sense? It makes sense. That's the business. That's what that's what the wrestling business is. Vince as a head coach or anybody who owns a company. Vince, Tony Khan, um uh, uh Scott Damore over at Impact, Court Bauer over at MLW, uh whoever books Ring of Honor right now. They have a responsibility to put the best possible players on the field at any given time, to put on the best show, the best performance, to generate the most buy rates, the most asses in seats. So there is no, this, this loyalty thing, yes, to a degree, but not for the most part. At any given moment, anybody can be taken out behind the shed and have one put in the back of their head. That's the wrestling business.
1: It is what it is. But you know what, Bully? Isn't that just business in general? Like, Well, no, because an empl- if you're an employee
3: of a company, okay, then somebody can come in and take your spot if you're an employee, Being an employee is different than being an independent contractor. Being an independent contractor, you know that you can go in. That Listen, if I sign a contract, let's just take the WWE, for instance. Mm -hmm. I sign a contract with them for one year as an independent contractor. And for that one year, they're going to pay me $100,000. Okay? Okay. I show up on night one, and I have a horrible match. And the WWE decides, we don't want to use this independent contractor anymore. And they stroke me a check for $100,000 and sit me home for the rest of the year. They've lived up to their obligation. Boom. Done. For the next year, I'm all paid in full. And I don't have to do anything for them. Because our business here is finished.
1: Now, Rob Gronkowski, let's just look at him. As an example, and this is maybe will lighten the mood when it comes to the pro wrestling fan that may hate on this. Okay. Rob Gronkowski, NFL player at an extremely high level, right, Bully? Yes. Got a couple Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Made millions of dollars, right? Yes. Has a cushy gig on Fox as an analyst right now, making pretty good money, correct? Yes. Doesn't it say something about Rob Gronkowski that he now wants to be a pro wrestler? That now he's going to have to go in there and train and start something brand new? I mean, to me, you know, that's that's a guy that's got some tenacity. That's a guy that wants to make a name for himself again I don't know in another I, business. I, I don't know
3: if I'm on board with that comment. Why is that? I agree with the front hand, with the front end. Made a lot of money. Got a cushy job. This, that, the other thing. Does Rob Gronkowski have a passion for the wrestling business or is the WWE dangling a sweet deal in front of him? And he figures,
1: hey, man, I was a wrestling fan. I can go do this. Maybe it's a combination of the two, Bully. Maybe it's that he is a big time pro wrestling fan and we know that he is. And you know what? The WWE is like, all right, Rob Gronkowski, great athlete, great name, is a wrestling fan. Let's dangle a sweet deal in front of him, and let's see if we can take him out of retirement of being a professional athlete and make him a professional wrestler. Why can't it be both? It it definitely can be both. And I never begrudge
3: anybody the opportunity uh, in the wrestling business. As long as Gronk comes in with the right attitude and knows that despite those two Super Bowl rings on his fingers, those don't mean a damn thing in the world of pro wrestling. You have to come in, you have to pay your dues, you have to show your respect in the locker room. Listen, just because Rob Gronkowski comes in onto on SmackDown, and let's say they portray him as the biggest star in the world on SmackDown. Once you go back into that locker room, you're one of the boys. And you better be. You better act like one of the boys, and you better be humble in front of the boys. And you better shake everybody's hand and say hello and ingratiate yourself to everybody, and just so they know that the guy that's getting pushed on TV is not the same guy with the big ego backstage. Now that guy comes in with the wrong attitude. Trust me, the wrestlers will let him know. Now, as far he as will we, get hammered in the back.
1: As far as we hear, Ronda Rousey had the right attitude. Correct? We had perfect Italian. attitude.
3: We had an perfect attitude.
1: And I, and I think Rob Gronkowski coming from the professional football world and know what it's like to be in a locker room for an NFL team, I'm sure he's going to have the right attitude when it comes to the world of the WWE and have the respect for pro wrestling.
2: Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the SiriusXM app. All right, so Mark
1: Henry, after his appearance on The Bump on the WWE Network, is joining his home, the home team, Busted Open. What's going on, Mark?
4: Well, I mean, I had to call in to make sure that I I got it in, that I did make the announcement that Busted Open is on six days a week. And that Bully Ray and Tommy and myself and Dave and – the whole gang has Busted Open, we, we we exist in this world.
1: All right. So this is great so to hear.
4: That's the news. And I want y'all to get off my ass about it because <laughs> if the next person says something, out come your friends, Claude.
1: All right. So here's the thing, Mark. If you recall, the show we did on Friday, Gabby. Who's been producing our show since Alex Metz? It just Alex Metz, you know, deserted to the dark side, and it's you know, I think I think he's been driving Matt Camp back and forth to Connecticut every day. Uh, Gabby was very very outspoken about you going on the bump. She was extremely disappointed to the point that you changed her name and that you weren't talking to her. Gabby. Mark did mention our show, so do we? Did we squash this beef between you and Mark Henry now, Gabby? It's squashed. You could you could call me whatever you want now. I'm over it. I'm over it. He mentioned and he called in to
3: say he mentioned us.
1: So don't you yeah. think you should apologize no. to Mark? No. I th- ah, do want to come on, Whoa, Wait a second, whoa, wait a second here. Questions? I think, I'm not apo- I'm a, I, I, I think.
2: am uh, Hold on. I would apologize, but i Hold on. Hold on. Can I just?
3: Can I just say something? I'm going to make this really simple. Based on what I just heard, I think the proper and polite thing to do would, with... Gabby, you should apologize to Mark. I will apologize for doubting you. I'm sorry. I apologize for doubting that you would do it.
4: Except it.
2: I still love you.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: All
1: right. See that see that's nice. I thought there was you gonna to be a but it. I thought there was gonna be a butt in there. A butt? Yeah, like I thought you were gonna say but dun, 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 Well this was the thing. I like he, big butts If he, he didn't I mention like... them,
2: <laughs> would he apologize to me?
1: Oh, that's a, no, but you know what? That's what I
0: wonder. But you
1: know what, Mark never would have, that never would have happened. Mark would never have not mentioned
4: us.
0: I was happy to be proven wrong because if I wasn't proven wrong, I would have been very let down by Mark Henry, WWE uh, Hall of Fame.
4: Let me me give you the way I look at it. Now, the biggest thing that you can do in the entertainment world is to self-promote. You have to be able to go on wherever you are and you even have to tell people, hey, uh, can you ask me what I'm doing in my career so I can big up all the other things that I'm doing? Like if you if you're not self promoting, then you're not promoting. And and that's just an expansion of the brand. So
1: now we're very lucky that both Mark and Bully mentioned the show when they went on the bump, which is really giving the bump the rub. We don't need the rub. The bump yeah. really does. So uh, so that's that's definitely true. How was it with Matt Camp? Did, was he, you know, did he get
4: angry when you mentioned busted open? Not at all. Okay. I think that he knows that uh, he don't want part two of the World Strongest Man. Power slamming <laughs> people through tables to start. He, he knows where his bread is buttered.
1: Okay. All right. And 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 I I was a big fan in the nineties. How is it talking to uh, Tony Braxton today on the book? <laughs> You know what?
4: I didn't get to talk to Tony Braxton. Really? Yeah, I don't think Tony was on today.
1: Oh, she took the day off. Okay. All right. Hey, Mark, can I ask
4: you about backstage
3: for a second? Yes, sir. Are you enjoying your time
4: there? I am. I, I really like the um, the analyzing on television. Um it's, it's, it's a little bit different because, you know, you, you got segments that are, are, are even when you go on the break, you have to go over it over and over. We don't do that because, you know, the the radio waves trust us to give our opinions. Mm-hmm. And it's an unbiased, unjaded pos- position in the way that we deliver. But on television, they want to know what you're going to say. <laughs> And I, I can't say grown ass man, Drew McIntyre. I don't think I'm gonna be allowed to say that. But it, it's there's there's limitations. That's one of the reasons why I love radio, is you don't have as many limitations. Do you do you
3: feel like the show could be a little bit edgier, or do you like the way the show is going right now?
4: Oh, of course it could be edgier if it was on Sirius XM, and you can make it more edgy. Uh, one of the things when, when Jeff Hardy was on uh, that I, I, I said that I, I really thought in the production meeting that I really thought that uh, we should not steer away from talking about Matt. I, I said we should not uh, dodge the fact that he's been on the suspension. And they were like, okay, cool. Um, and we, we asked those questions with him before and, and just to make sure that it was okay. And he said, yeah, man, I'm open book. And and that's the way you got to be in TV. A, l- a lot of times people don't want that. But when I was, when I'm on, I'm, I'm pushing the envelope.
1: See, that's great because uh, Mar- uh, Bully and I were talking about it uh, before we went on the air today, Mark. Like, I think your dynamic was missing on the show Last night, like you did such a tremendous job and you in those interviews asked the tough questions like they had AJ Styles on yesterday. You could tell that they missed you in that dynamic. They missed you in that mix. I thought you brought a lot to the table that you definitely felt your presence not there last night.
0: Well, it
4: it definitely would have been a different show if if I was on because one, my respect for The Undertaker and my respect for. Uh, kayfabe, if, if you know, kayfabe is almost dead, but it's on life support. Um, I I didn't agree with the Michelle McCool, the Mark Calloway, and like um, there, there was there was elements of it. I was like, have you had any? I would ask, them, have you had any fallout outside of wrestling, outside of um, being working in the office? Like you know, like I. I i would have had a problem with
3: that mark on on uh yesterday's show i said that i did not mind the road that they went down by talking about michelle and i did not mind them calling him mark calloway what i did have a problem with was that aj styles delivered the promo AJ is not familiar with Mark Calloway on a professional level. AJ is not familiar with Mark Calloway on a personal level. I said that that promo should have been cut by somebody who has spent. Years and years up and down the roads with The Undertaker, who also knows the personal life of a Mark Calloway. I could have seen a Triple H cutting that promo. I could have seen a John Cena cutting that promo. Hell, I could have even seen you cutting that promo. If there was a veteran cutting that promo to the veteran of The Undertaker, would you have had less of a problem with it?
4: Yeah, you're right. I, I would have had less problem with it. Um, I, I didn't know what the disconnect was. Thank you for enlightening me and, and, and giving me a little clarity. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the fact that there's not been enough lineage between uh, he and, and Taker to go there. And nobody, nobody loves AJ more than I do because we rode together and but it it's like sometimes you get that knot in your chest, and you and your brother gotta go outside in the backyard and talk about it and that's that's what it had would have been if I would have been on the show yesterday. I would have took him out back and said, Man, well, we got a problem. I was like, because I don't necessarily think you know what you're talking about and it would have made, I think it would have made for more of an exciting show.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I think th- that confrontation would have been a healthy one as well. And probably, Mark, as we get closer to WrestleMania, if they are having the match, and it looks like they will, I think your conversation on backstage would have been something that they could have played on Raw as a different element to the story between The Undertaker and AJ Styles.
4: Well, I, I would hope so. Um, Dave, I, I, you know I'm I'm a big fan of AJ Styles. You you know how much I, I, mm-hmm. I respect his his work and, and how good he's been and you know, we, we rode in the car together when he first came. He didn't he didn't know everybody, but you know, like when he, he sat down and talked to me, the first conversation that we had was about gospel music. Because I was listening to uh, a guy, he said, What do you listen to? And I was like, uh you know, this, this dude, KB. And he was like, KB, the, the the gospel rapper? And I was like, you know KB? And and that's the conversation. It was music that brought us together. And we got in the car, man. We drove three or four loops listening to gospel rap. And eating soul food joints and me putting 10 pounds of unwanted fat on <laughs> <laughs> He can't get in the I car. I got some of that. <laughs> And not eat. We gonna stop and eat, man. I, I'm not missing no meals. And I love AJ. I love his family. Like I, I got the, the talk to his kids in the car. And, hey, help your mama with them groceries. Take the trash out. All that stuff that we do on the road with our kids and our family. Um, but I would have been. I would have had to say, I. You know, I don't know how I feel about this, man. I don't know how I feel about this. And I don't think it would have been confrontational. It wouldn't have been like, yo, man, I got a problem with you. Let's go outside and knuckle up. No, I'm not. No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, man to man, what about that seems okay with you? Like, there's some stuff you can say no to like that that wow, okay. I don't I don't know I mean Vince would have had to really convince me to get me to talk bad about Mark
3: so Mark put yourself in AJ's shoes if you would have walked into Vince's office saying no what would have been the reasonings for saying
4: no that I respect the business so much that I feel like it would be a knock on my career if I went there with Undertaker because he's been such a stalwart in pro wrestling that there's some stuff that's damaging. And I would hate for that to be me, to be the recipient, as hard as I've worked in my career to make my name mean what it meant. I would hate for people when they go, um, Undertaker, man, Mark Henry, like really dog rag or him. I-, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want my name to be mentioned in a negative light about anything. And, and, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very conscious about how I'm perceived because in our business and pro wrestling, perception is what reality is. Reality, and that is not where I want. I would have wanted to go.
3: Mark, let me ask you your opinion on this. What if there was a bigger picture to what AJ had to say? And just follow me here for one second. At the Elimination Chamber, we saw the lights go out and the gong uh, rang through the arena. When the lights came back on, we saw The Undertaker. But The Undertaker was not in his long black leather jacket and he wasn't in his hat. He was in his long black leather pants and his black singlet. Now, the very next night on Raw, we hear AJ Styles calling out Mark Calloway. Next week on Raw, we're going to get a contract signing between The Undertaker and AJ Styles, and this might be an opportunity to hear from Taker. But do you think this is also an opportunity for Taker to come back as the American badass.
4: Mm. I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, above my pay grade, I think, as far as, like, what you want and what you think is going to happen. If you ask my opinion, um, I would say that there's no damage in the ring that you can do to the Undertaker. If you look at it like, well, let's bring this other entity out, uh, this other character out, and you can beat that character, but you didn't beat the Undertaker. I, I, I'm, I hate to get into that. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Even though that exists in our business.
1: And I think we're just going to have to wait and see what happens on this road to WrestleMania 36. The best thing about it, Mark, is that you and I are on on Friday.
4: Hell yeah, I'm excited, and I, I've I've put in a, f- a couple of phone calls because uh, I want more information about what's going on with Grunt. Um, that that's something that you know I'm I'm really curious about because once upon a time I was Grunt. I came from another world into the business, and on Friday we can get into that.
1: I love it. I love it. I think that's going to be a hot topic on the show on Friday. Mark, love you. Thanks for coming in, and thanks for mentioning "Busted Open" on uh, the bump. Hell yeah! All right, and I'm I glad
2: on Friday,
1: and I'm glad you and Gabby have mended the fence as well. Thanks so much, Mark.
2: Kisses.